Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Good evening, gone. everyone. This is the uh, September 26, 2017, Committee Call. Tonight, we're going to be talking with Michael from Iowa. I talked with him last night for a period of time and uh, contacted, contacted Joe gave me. Or, uh, that John gave me from the phone, and uh, we'd like to welcome you to our call tonight. And uh, would you like to introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about yourself, Michael? Okay, my name's Michael. I'm from Iowa, Central Iowa, and uh, I'm just interested in in uh, finding out more about the journal assemblies and and uh, how to take back the the de jure, or I shouldn't say take back, um, reform and get the uh, de jure um, government operating and uh, find people like-minded that are wanting to do the same thing and just get things operating in a proper manner. Um, I've been involved in politics in the past, um, was county chairman for a number of years, and, and uh, um, I do ministry work and uh, been doing a lot of research for quite a while. And when I found out what you folks were doing, I felt like I had a, a, a good direction to go in. And so I'm excited to hear what, what you folks have to say tonight. Very good. Linda, would you lead off and... Uh... Give him a little overview of where we're at and what we're doing. Yes, yes. I will get, I'm going to get my outline. Um, and, um, the first thing I'd like to ask, Michael, is do you know of our website? Yeah, all three of them. Okay, which, which ones? Do you, now tell me, tell me what they are. The first Michigan simply. Okay. And I'll be honest, I don't remember what the other two are. Michigan.org? Yes. Okay. And and the other one is probably Nassara. Say that again. Nassara. Very possibly, I'm not sure. When I first um found you guys I went through and read everything that I could find on you, and uh, I, I can't remember exactly what all it was, and I, I didn't have time to go back and review things tonight so that I could have that top of mind. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just Lita. curious if you if you were uh, on any websites that talked about 
um, Russo, Republic for the United States of America, Tim Turner, and that sort of thing. Those are the ones. That's the one that's that's um, what what was we started out with them, but um, separated from them, and that's been that's been a long time. been a long time, and it has with a story that we don't want to talk about right at the moment, I believe. So, anyway, uh, I've, I've tried to stay away from any organizations because most of the ones have had a, a uh, an agenda, and that's one of the things that. Um, interested me with what you folks are doing is okay you know, just uh, to well, well I must yeah. tell you we do have an agenda well absolutely I do understand you? that and, and I've actually I would like to hear that more <laughs> yes okay well that's what I figured so um, one of the things that we like the idea of and have is a core group and we have been around since 2011 as a formal assembly, Michigan General General Assembly. And there's been a lot of people in Michigan that have been into uh, uh, fighting the de, the de facto for a long, long time. Um, and each one of us in our assembly probably knows of somebody that's been fighting or knows we've been in groups for maybe 30 years or more. Okay, so those groups of people who've done lots and lots of studies over the years and also got to the point of of um, reestablishing a, a, a county here in Michigan that included lots of different counties, that, that happened a number of years ago also. They were missing a few parts. Well, anyway, the study continued, and what we have now is our Michigan General Drill Assembly. And um, one of the things that we discovered was de jure de facto, which, of course, you mentioned, so you know about that. And also one of the other things that we discovered was assemblies. And our first assembly info have our handbook and in the handbook it talks to you about the setting up of assemblies but I need to ask you one question why is it that we want a core group what do you think the answer to that may be so that we have a starting point and that we have a uh, an educating um, body that can keep things focused in my opinion, and to keep people yeah. on track rather than yes. um, people going in all kinds of different directions. Okay, very good. Very good. You're right about that. Okay, Paul, why is it that we want a core group? Give him a, a better, succinct reason than I can give him. We need a core group because you need the first basic group because you're going to have you need a bunch of guys, 10, 12 guys, they're all functioning together before this come along. You could be playing ball together, working together, been in the service together, been neighbors. You're going to use this group to vet everyone else that comes into the group. So obviously you're not going to vet each other because you know each other and you've got that initial bond. 
and you're going to have a core group large enough that you can establish your first four offices, and then you can start your state organization. And right. From there on, you're going to out. Right. But you but okay. you have to have that core group to begin with because if one person goes out and starts gaining people, it's gonna be a long, hard ordeal. But you're you're not going to have the bond and the bond is very important to have. Yeah. Right. Really, really important. Exactly. Okay. Um, does anyone else have anything to add to that? Yeah, Buck would like to put a sentence in. Yes, sir. Core group from any county is the basis of your authority of we the people. You're standing up with backbone and saying, according to our three founding documents from years ago, this is <coughs> we get authority. I yield. Yes. Um, Michael, did you did you um have you maybe have a question about that particular statement? Or um do you wanna tell me what documents that we can stand upon for our authority? I'm 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 assuming that it's the uh um our original state constitution, the uh yes. U.S. Constitution and the, the uh, Bill of Rights. Yes. yes, you are right on all accounts. And then you, you can go back to the Magna Carta, but then in between, in between the Magna Carta and um, the constitutions, well, there were assemblies all along. Assemblies are ancient, ancient, ancient. Um, uh, I've been reading this week about them. Anyway, um, that's, that's the thing that that drew me to you is I've been studying the Hebrew Bible and the ancient hieroglyphics and and because uh, I wasn't getting answers from the um, really pastors and so Very forth and, and the original Bible was um, they had er, in Jesus when he was on the earth he um, they had assemblies and that's groups of people that met together. And yes. I think that's that is, probably one of the, the strongest cores that a person can have. Oh, sure, sure. It's really exciting if you look up assemblies in Wikipedia. In Wikipedia. I get excited about it because I'm studying more about it, and um, I'm watching some some YouTubes on uh, ancient, um, oh, ancient people and, and so on. And they had assemblies. They went to assemblies and um, they called them tings, T-H-I-N-G, way back when. And in Greece, they they called the, they called out the people to the assemblies. They they it was you know ecclesia and um, so on. And very very interesting. Do a whole study on that. We've done that. We've done that. It's very very exciting and very very interesting. Cindy did a nice really nice study on that. That was very cool. And uh, so it's better to have a group of people that you know in an assembly than it is to go out on your own. Right. Yeah, okay. And within our assembly, what we have done is we, the 
the counties kind of get a core group together, and each one of the counties in your state, how many counties are in Iowa? 99. 99, okay. So about three-quarters of those being reorganized under original jurisdiction is what you're going to want. But you're going to want to reorganize it um, according to the history of your state. And I haven't looked it up yet. That would be very interesting. I didn't know you were going to be on, otherwise I might have looked it up just to tell you, oh, yeah, you're under this treaty or that charter or this. Um, and and the, the pilgrims came. The pilgrims came, and they were... Um, and they were under the law of the sea because they were still on the boat, and they got blown off course, off uh, off of their the, their original destination, and and they knew that they were going to get off the boat and settle in this land. So what did they do? They made up the Mayflower Compact, and that is one of our documents of authority, also. And um, then then there was the Virginia Charter and all the other charters that go along with that. And there's a very, very interesting history on that, too. I'm very, 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 very cool. As, as time goes by, you can see all of the town meetings and all the little assemblies and then the larger assemblies and then finally the, the assembly of the 13 colonies. And then that continued as our population grew moved west and incorporated the Louisiana Territory. And then as it went you know, the Northwest Territory, and then all the states became, um, got, you know, came out of the Northwest Territory, the Louisiana Territory. I think you were the Louisiana Territory. I'd have to look that up. And I imagine it's extremely interesting, extremely interesting history. You have to know that history. And why is it that we have to know that history? Joe, can you give them a good reason that we have to know that history? Because of one thing, what we did here in Michigan. Well, we, we have to find out how your state was settled. Ours happened to be a territory, and so we were able to seat so many counties and the rest of the state as a territory. And and yeah. uh, not to distract from the amount of counties when you say 98 or 99 uh, for your state, uh, we need 13 people per county to seat a county. Uh, so... It's not a huge number, but it's a needed number, and uh, so yeah, we we can. Ho however, your state was settled to become a state. That's where what we used as a uh, focal point. Yeah, that was our model, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we had so many counties that we had reorganized, and then we kind of slowed down. We thought to ourselves, well, what are we going to do next? So we did some more research, and we went back and found out there was a territory here in the state of Michigan. The rest of the counties fit into a territory way back when, and we did it again. We just brought that forward. We reorganized under that um, manner. That, uh, we reorganized under the territory, and that was the whole state. Now, now we're trying to grow our assembly, but that's not working very well either right now. So, but we made all of our notices, and the reason we have 13 people minimum for a county is to reorganize um, each one of the counties with all of the 
the initial officers, like the moderators, the secretary, the treasurers, the, um, maybe a librarian, maybe a bailiff. Um, but those, the 13 people are a petite jury. And then we reorganize your jury. Petite. Oh, to teach the jury. Petite. Oh, petite. Yeah. P-E-T-I-T-E. Okay. Instead of a full-blown grand jury, it's a petite grand jury. Okay. Oh. Kind of like it. And then... Oh, Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, um, I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of like in a mining town where they just had a... Um, uh, they didn't have enough people for a full grand jury, so they just had the, the petite... Oh, someone else is going to have to explain that. The full grand jury that we generally take care of at the state level, and um, you have to have about 30 people at that point. But I think you can still have grand juries within your counties, but you have to have at least 30 people to draw from in your, your assembly, your county assemblies. What's the name of one of your counties in Iowa? Just give me an example. Like Polk County, where, where Des Moines is located. What's it called? Polk, P-O-L-K. Polk County. Okay, so you would have Polk County General Journal Assembly, and that would be uh, your county assembly in Polk County, and that would be part of Iowa General Journal your your state. Um, there's a lot of different offices. Now, now the assembly is going to be of the people, for the people, by the people. And that is your great big umbrella. Under that, that protective umbrella is what? Nick, give him, give him a couple of things that are going to be under that protective umbrella besides the assembly. Oh, Nick, Nick might there. be sleeping. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't give an example, please. Oh, I did have to say that, didn't I? Well, <laughs> yes. thank <Sorry>. you. <laughs> Caught me off guard. Okay, um, well, we can ask, we can ask Jonathan if I'm, you like. I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Jonathan? Yes, ma'am. What's going to be under our protection? In our assembly is under give umbrella. We the people first. And within then we're all within the assembly. What are the offices in the assembly? Yep. The offices in the assembly. We're de jure. We're de jure. And we are interim interim, interim state government. Government in the assembly. We have our um, all of our county um, does your government get started and get going, and they have enough people. And then we have our 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 grand jury, our people under that great big umbrella also. That's one of the things we do. That's one of the purposes. 
sir, our assembly serves. And then also um, within that within that umbrella, we have our notices that we put out. We um, all the other functions of a state, of a state government. We we start learning about them. And um, uh, one of the things that we did is we got a post office. Well, actually, the UPS box got a box for mail, so that when we send out notices, for example, the notice that we sent out to the Hague had to have a, a return address. So that was part of our that's part of our assembly function. So there's many, many functions, and and you can do community projects too. Um, a lot of people in the communities when you're out when you're going to outreach to people. Maybe they don't know how to read. They don't know how to read the Constitution, for example. So you have a uh, one of the one of the ideas that's come down to me over the years is you have an outreach to people and yep. teach them how to read, or you or you have an assembly um, presentation in the afternoon for the public. Maybe have a little lunch or you know coffee and tea, and tea and cookies or whatever, and um, mm -hmm. invite the public in, so on. Yep. There's lots of different But you have to Linda, have your course. Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Joe again. Uh, basically, I, I, in our group, we did a thing called Train the Trainer, which is basically we gathered information, or a group did, and let the rest of the body know how to approach someone. And it was a guide. It was it was a very good guideline. I think we all pitched in and did a good good job on it. But it's it's a learning curve to bring people up to speed because not everyone, like like Linda had mentioned, can read the Constitution and understand the wording. I don't know that they meant it to be uh, uh, fully knowledgeable of the Common Core person uh, back then, even and a little bit of wordplay. So we broke all that down in a train the trainer, and it, it was great help for myself and others in the group. I'm certain that uh, we did that, and now we've got the program to go into other states, not only into other counties in our state, but into other states, and we can teach that to other states, and, and we're more than well, uh, willing, like on the, on the call tonight, to do so. And I yield. Great. So, do you have any questions so far, Michael? Um, I'm I'm just taking notes and, and trying to assimilate as I go. I I don't at this point. Okay, good. Well, we'll keep going then. Um, does anyone on the call, any of our officers, you got you got anything to say before I I go on to um a few other things that I want to touch on? Just Buck had a call or a note. I thought. Okay, yeah, I would, sorry. I would just like to say that a county assembly always has to work as a unit with much descript, much discussion. No one or two people can be going and doing things without the rest of the people of the assembly knowing about it. Otherwise, you start getting into de facto characteristics. So always, when you have an, any type of a mission or a agenda be, to be done, 
it has to be done as a unit. Therefore, you have a governing body, I yield. Great. Very good. Now, when you um, have your initial group together, you can start setting up county meetings. You could also set up state meetings. But you can't settle your state right away because you don't have any organized counties. You have to have organized counties. Now, how many organized counties did we have? We had about nine, right? Nine or, nine or ten. And then we ran into the problem with um, uh, after we published, you know, we knew in the county papers, the county legal news, after we'd done about you know, eight or nine of them, the um, the lawyers association took note, and they started telling the people that at the um, the publishing companies not to publish our our notices, and um, because they knew what we were doing, they recognized what we we're doing because they know they're de facto, and they know de jure is is out there. They know we have by right. To reorganize de jure without um, without interference, and the re reason the reason is because well one of the reasons is because it's our right it's the way our country was set up and the officers are just our offices are just sitting there empty. It was never ever removed. Ever, ever so all we have to do is reorganize, not set up any new government, take over, don't jump into the de facto and start saying, okay, we're going to um, get rid of you um, and that sort of thing. But you work on your own your assembly. And it, as soon as it gets big enough, you can, well, the, the idea is just all the all the states, when there's more than three states with three quarters, the majority of the people in the United States will say, oh, yeah, we're de jure, we're not de facto, and de facto will just naturally just uh, flip, I guess it'll just flip it over. I don't, I'm not exactly sure how that'll happen because... We've never done it before, but as we go along, uh, this, we've been doing this for how many years? Hmm, it's been a long time. This has been going on. I, our our assembly started in 2009 or 2010, and and in 2011 it was full blown full blown assembly. So we've been going, and we have our we have our um, our handbook on the website that will tell you all about all the different um, parts of an, of an assembly. But I can kind of go over it on our outline, from our outline right now. Um, as you're setting up your county meetings, you set up, um, you elect a moderator, a secretary, and a treasurer on an interim basis. And then you've got to expand your membership so you get 13 people. And when you get 13 people, then you compose your county county settlement covenant. And then there's a state settlement covenant also. 
Okay. And formally elect your officer for the county. You have your formal assembly then together. You elect your county officers, and we have um, little outlines that you could follow for that. And that's in our assembly handbook on firstmichiganassembly.info. And then there's an example of a notice that you put in the paper that your county has been resettled. We call it settled, but it's re actually reorganized under original jurisdiction. Now, is that the, the you, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Is that the local the newspaper local. then, or is there a specific legal publication? If you have a legal publication in your area, uh, check it out. That's what you're, you'll have to do in Iowa. Okay, County, to see what the law says. Okay. Oh, you don't have to. Just uh, if you have the legal news, there's, there's there's legal newspapers all over the country. And if you don't have a legal news, then what we used is we used like the Detroit Free Press and the Detroit News. We'll and the Grand Yes, sir. Say that again. In the in the legal section of the paper, in the yep. Detroit. Yes. Yeah. And we talked about if we had trouble with them, we were thinking about well, we'll just have to post it in the post office. You know, go back three days in a row and post it. You never know. You never know. Put it down. Can Buck say something? Yes, sir, go. What, what they're talking about right now, Mike or Michael, is you are giving notice. And it's not legal notice, it's lawful notice. Legal is de facto. Lawful comes from our very founding documents of the people that ascribed themselves together and said every society needs a law by which to function. What you are doing is giving a lawful notice, and you don't care if they accept it or not. It's an obligation to always give legal notice, and I believe it's three times, if I'm not mistaken, and with that, I'll yield. And let me correct that last sentence I said, legal notice, lawful notice. Carry on. Right. And then, there, and then after that, their silence is acquiesced, right? Right, Buck? I, I, did, I didn't catch that last part. Oh, after after the third notice, their silence is acquiesced. That gives them an opportunity to rebut or come against it and say, we don't want this, we don't like it, or whatever. But at that point, you really don't care if they accept it or not. It's been noticed three times, and according to actual law on the land, that is all that is all that is necessary. But you always have to give someone an opportunity to respond to you, whether it's a rebuttal of disgust or whatever their whatever their options are. But uh, you have you have fulfilled the requirement of a lawful society. Are you? Amen. That, that is correct. That is correct. And that's what we did 
That's what we did with each one of our notices. And um, to f find out what all those notices are, you can go to the First Michigan Assembly website, or you can go to NASARA. And there's a little thing you can click on at NASARA for all of our public notices. And there's a number of different ones. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh, one of the things that each of the counties is uh, working on or has done is that they take their county settlement document, the first page of it, the notice that was recorded into the into the paper for their you know notice for three weeks in a row. Um, they take that into the de facto county um, commissioners meeting, and they just read it at the county de facto meeting. And that's all they have to do is read it. And placing the notice is not saying you're going to do anything except what it says in the notice. You're just giving them notice that you have assembled. Basically, that's what we've done. And some other states, they, they write in their little notices that they're common law, they're grand jury, and so on, and so on, and so on. And um, I think the notice. The notice that we put as an example in our first Michigan Assembly handbook is the least um, uh, it's not really it's attention drawing because there are people who watch that kind of stuff on the de facto side, and that's how they knew we were doing this and um, that's why they wanted the newspaper companies to stop publishing our you know the legal news. Newspapers, our notices, and um, but giving them that public notice is just telling them that we are here and we have every right to do that. So anyway, uh, reading your county settlement document first page into the county record of a de facto county meeting is that same thing. <coughs> Anyone else have anything to say to add to what I just said? Maybe somebody can tell us about published published in the what was it then? Oh the Wall Street Journal. Tell them the story Wall Street about the Journal Street. and and to the Hague in fact. The World Court. Yeah, where did it go with we did the Wall Street Journal? It went to uh, I'm trying to think, is that in the New York uh Wall Street Journal? Or yeah, where is that located? New York. Is that yeah. notice to the UN per se? I think I um, noticed the world in three continents. Yeah, I think it was yeah. I, I read last night that it said it was in um New York in Asia, and then in Europe. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, good deal. You read that. All right, so we did that. And then... Linda? Yes, sir. After the publication, I don't know if I didn't happen to hear whether you said this or not, you always get an affidavit stating that so you have proof in your hand that they were awfully noticed, I yield. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. This is true. 
affidavit of publication. That is very, very yeah, that is very true. And um, that's your that's part of your proof and part of your record. Yep. You set up your county meetings. That's what you're going to start doing. Your secretary is going to start your county record. Okay. That's setting up your basic assembly. And you can start doing that on the state level, too, because you'll probably have people from different counties that, that come and join you. We did. And we started having the assemblies, started writing the documents. And three of the documents that we wrote were uh, three of our joining documents. And uh, one of them is called DOI, Declaration of Independence. The other one is called, one of, the second one is like a Declaration of Unalienable Rights, DUR, which is short, it gives that little acronym. And then um, the last one is the Jural Covenant of Office. We call that one the JCO. Um, I would like uh, Paul and Jonathan to explain those. Which one? Well, the Declaration of the DUI, the Declaration of Independence, and that mirrors the original Declaration of Independence. Uh, DUR is Declaration of Unalienable Rights. Uh, our rights are God-given, and and they supersede uh, man's statutes. Um, and the JCO would be your general covenant of office. It's uh, mm -hmm. a, a covenant is is more binding than a contract. Contract being of corporate entity and and a covenant is an agreement. Uh, I think uh, Moses uh, had a covenant with the Israelites and God. Um, the covenant goes way back and and it's much more binding on the people. Well, in that covenant, you're, you're pledging to the other members that if you're called upon to serve on a jury, a grand jury, that you will, you're willing and able to do so. And, and that you're going to do the job. You're going to stick with the program, and you're able to help bear the load because it takes work. It doesn't happen overnight. And I yield. Someone else can add to it if they like. Paul, do you have anything to add to it? No, oh, you you people are covering her pretty well. <laughs> okay. This is Joe, and I just want to add that, uh, Michael, if you hadn't got caught on before this, we pretty much can fill in for one another. We've been with it long enough, and we understand most of the positions and things going on that we can just, what you know, like twins talking, you know, they start talking the same same words at the same time. And that's that's being like-mindedness, and we're... We have a great core group, like it was mentioned earlier. We all get along great. We have the same goal and not our own personal agendas. And that's most important, I feel. 
and and I, I just can't stress how much uh, our core group has grown together uh, during this time. That's important to have a, that bonding, and I and I yield. Yeah, I think our I think our um, uh, train the trainer program when we were all that together, you know, it's like it's like two big notebooks. Uh, you know, uh, we've got three ring bites. We put all our um, all of our train the trainer um, items in there, and um, as we were putting all this together, we were meeting and we met like I don't know seven months in a row. <laughs> I think it was once a month we were meeting, and um, as we were doing this, we we're putting it all together. And um, Marilyn did most of the work putting it together, but um, it has just about everything in there that that you could think of. And then we kind of condensed it down to the handbook that's on the on the, the website and kind of made it generic so other people could and all the different things they need to do. And there is an example of a DOI, Declaration of Independence, Declaration of Unalienable Rights, and those are exactly what it says. They are Declaration of our independence and reaffirming our our support. Linda, Buck here. Yes, sir. Michael, many people pronounce the Declaration of Unalienable Rights. It's on lienable rights, meaning the fact you know what a, a lien is on a piece of property or on a car or something of that nature. Yeah. Always teach your people that's on a lienable because the rights we got from our creator, no one can stand up and say, I can get between you and your creator. Get that in your mindset and pass it on to your fellow people that you as you build your assembly, and with that, I yield. Mm-hmm. So another thing that we have done in the past is we have done a functions and operations document. And the functions and operations document, and and we call it functions and operations, or Michigan MGJA, Michigan General Drill Assembly, functions and operations bylaws. Anyway, that's something that we put together. Um, initially, it was a grand jury functions and operations document. But that didn't do that. That didn't specifically um, pertain to the assembly. It specifically pertains to a grand jury, and that's what it was when it first started out. Anyway, it morphed into the assembly. We have the functions and operations for the assembly, and we have functions and operations for a grand jury. But the grand juries are supposed to be secret, aren't they? Of the reasons it's um, under the protection of the assembly because it's a, it needs to have that um, safety net to operate in a lawful manner, and that's what it can do. With, with um, then I need to go. I need to skip over that and. One of the other things that you need to do is you need to do your 
um, county covenant, your state covenant, your writing, things that you need to write. And there are examples on First Michigan Assembly's handbook. It's called From De Facto to De Jure, one of the tabs on that. And then um, there is something else that we've written. We've written a mission statement. Thank you. So, just a short statement. It's very short and very succinct. Tell people what we're going to do. And then there's the um, the matter of uh, let's see, a state seal, a state banner, standard. Um, <coughs> and then there's the civil. The civil um, banner of civil the civil flag, and then you can write um, brochures. We have a number of brochures, and I don't know if we have those. Um, I don't think we have any of those on the, the website. I, I didn't see anything. Okay. <coughs> I, and then the other thing, you need to have people that know how to write. And, um, there are examples here. And then, of course, your public notices, your flyers for, mem for, for membership. You know, you send out a little meeting uh, notice. That's something else that needs to be written. Um, you need to do elections. That's a lot of stuff that needs to be written. And the elections are part, very, 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 very important part of our interim de jure government, which is separate, separate from the assembly, but still under the assembly. Yeah. We have your state, your state interim offices. Because we're we're interim right at the moment. Why are we interim? We're interim because we don't. People saying, "Oh, yeah, we're defect, or we're not de facto anymore," and, and and of course we have that at the national level also. So we have a national government, and then you have officers in each one of those every year. And the state general assembly, your county general assemblies, your region. In our in our uh, state, we have regions. And we have territory, and then the very commissioner. These are offices that need to be um, offices that need to have elections every year. So that's a whole thing that we've got all set up. And um, so can I interrupt you just for a second? I ask a question. Go go. Yes. Um, there's a lot of background noise, and I didn't hear what you had said after you have regions and territories and then something about commissioner? Yeah, people's grand jury commissioner. You, you uh, okay. draw the, um, oh, what is it? Oh, Jonathan, what do we do each year? We draw the what? Draw the names? Yes. For yeah. jury duty. Yes. Oh, yeah. If if and when needed. Right. 
but we draw the names each year, or we just have a blanket statement and we vote on saying, okay, well, the people that were here this year or, or last year or this year's jury pool or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, that's that's all related to elections. Mhm. And sometimes we have a meal, you know, potluck meal, or we go to a park. Um, there are times when we do that, and it's and it can be separate from elections, you know, different time of year. And then, um, oh, let's see, what else do we do? Oh, the ink colors. Ink colors are kind of important too. Paul, can you explain the ink colors just a little bit better than I can? The ink colors, we, we don't use black. We always use blue. Blue is life and black is death. Yeah, it's the representation of the colors, yeah. Mm -hmm. just, like, just like we use autographs and not signatures. Yeah. Because it represents the flesh and blood man rather than the, the corporate system account accounts. Okay. <clears throat> Alrighty. We're to the point now where we're running out of time and uh Joe, for you yes. give Michael the email that he can contact you by. Uh Michigan dot org. If you send uh your name and uh email to that, I will uh Get back with you and with confirmation, and uh, we can make contact back and forth with that. The specific email address. Oh, uh, it's Michigan, spelled out, dejure d e j u r e dot org. That's a website. Ooh. I'm sick. My mind is fried right now as my name. Um so I'm I'm com sec at Michigan dot org. Say that again. Where am I at, Nick? Comsec short for communication secretary, C O M S E C at Michigan dot org. Okay. okay, okay. That's I'm sorry, yeah. He caught me off guard, as he, they always do. I, my brain was thinking something else that we was. <laughs> Marco, you stirred us around, and uh, if you want to get back with us and spend some time on a conference call again, let us know. If you round up some people who are interested, they want to start the process, let us know. And any questions you have, email them to Joe, and he'll get with me, and we'll get right back to you. Okay. We okay. have to run this call up because one of the fellows that's running this call has to go to work. Okay, yeah, no, that's all right. I understand. And uh, I'm, I'm not very good at writing, and so bear with me. I'm, I'm better at talking. But uh, I just leave that. a short suite, and we'll we'll get back with you, and and we can communicate back and forth until we get it straight. Whatever you're okay. trying to tell me. 
I'll, I'll send you the information then on on the uh, um, my email contact. Is that all you wanted? Was an email? Um, sent to yes, that. and then any other communications, as as uh, Paul has stated, that uh, you are with a group and you'd like to have another call and so forth. Just uh, okay. get that request out, and we will get back with you on the time and date of such a uh, phone call. Okay. Now, is there a way that I can get back and listen to this call? No. Um, we'll have to put that in the archive, and, and it's going to be a process. It's going to take a little bit. Okay. And I'll then... We'll have to give you the information on how you can get back on and rerun this call again. Okay. Yeah. If you give me your email, I will uh, make sure it's uh, set up for you and send that information to you. Okay. Wonderful. I'd like to thank everybody who took the time to to uh, make the presentation and all the input that everybody has done, and, and uh, um, bless you all for what you're doing. And, and I yield we'll let you folks take care of what needs to be done. Take care of Thank you very much, Michael, for spending the time with us tonight. And I, I wish you well in your endeavor. And uh, we're only just an email away for anything that you need from us. Yep. Awesome. It's my honor and my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being on. Well, this concludes our call tonight. And... Uh, We'll take up again next Tuesday night. Let's see. No, we won't. We'll take up again next Monday night. Next Monday because we have a regular Tuesday call. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for being on this call. Thank you for your contributions. We'll see you later. Good night, all. Good night. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.